Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do, is be here with you. And I've been here 25 years, darlings. It's been a blast. I have received so many beautiful cards when I was not feeling well this year. And it's amazing how people remember. And they send it to, they sent me cards and books and so many other things to the station. So I just want to keep saying thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for wanting me to keep reading and look into things that you love. And it was just remarkable. So I just wanted to start out by saying thank you so much. Jonathan, I hope your weekend has been wonderful. Has it been? It's been aight. It's been aight. It's been aight. <laughs> You know, you're from Kansas. I never get to hear you really talk like that, so it's a little surprising. What do you mean? I talk like this all the time. You don't talk like I ain't. No. Nope. Yeah, I talk no. like I ain't. <laughs> no, I don't That's think one of my so. key phrases. I ain't. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. Yes. All right. Whatever you say, sir. You, Whatever you say. You need to talk say. to my family. I do need to talk to your family. Uh, oh, that would well, be actually, awesome. Actually, uh, I've rescinded well, that. You change your mind. <laughs> I bet you did. I rescind that. <laughs> Man, I have been having a great time this weekend. It's just been a beautiful weekend. The weather, of course, the problem was the air quality. And as um, a trained meteorologist, how often when you were a meteorologist did they talk about air quality? So depending on where I was living, mm-hmm. it could have been a yearly uh, uh, a yearly thing because when I was living out west, just because of how we were situated, where we were situated, we had mountains around us. We were in a, a basin. We were in a river basin. And so there were times every summer and sometimes in the winter when you couldn't get weather patterns to come through and it was just a still time of, of the week, the month. Uh, you'd get air quality alerts. You'd get fog density alerts and all that stuff. You don't yeah, get a fog mis- density I get, but air alert, I, I don't remember those. I don't remember those growing up. I don't remember them during my college days. Well, I don't even remember them during my marriage days. Well, I don't know how recent they've started doing air quality reports. I, I want to I believe that that's a pretty recent thing that they've started doing the National Weather Service. 
mm-hmm. uh, sending out these air quality alerts. But it's it's different here than you would find in places like a river basin because it's much flatter here. There's not as much there's not as much to hold the air in. But again, if you don't get mixing of the air, if you don't get systems coming through and, and moving the air and pushing the air out. And if you have a situation with a lot of wildfires like there are currently going on in Canada, right. when you get that air coming in, sometimes it's just not easy to push it out, to scour it out, to move it out. And okay, so- here's what I don't understand, Jonathan. So we, we hear about these air challenges. If you have an air conditioner or a window air conditioner, you're going to still get the air in to the house from yeah. outside, right? Yeah. So what is the point of that? Also, if you have an air conditioner in the whole house, right, and a full air conditioner, you go outside and you look at that that pretty big thing that helps it go on. Is that also pumping in the bad air? That's a good question. Um, I, I believe with the, the solo-mounted air conditioners, yeah, that's kind of how they work. Um, from what I've been told, they, they recycle, they pull in air from outside, kind of recycle it, cool it down, bring it inside, and kind of recycle it that way. Right. With with central air, I'm assuming it's the same because usually with central central air, you're pulling it from somewhere. Um, but we should ha- we'll I'll try to get an HVAC person on uh, that could talk about that more, a heating and venting air conditioning person that can talk to that more. Yeah, because I don't get it. If it, if it's still coming in the house, you're not getting any better. My mother has to be very careful, even sitting outside for five minutes, because the air has been so bad. Sometimes the air feels like I start coughing, and it feels like something's going down my throat, and I go, what is that? And it's probably just the grit in the air is what I think. What say you? Uh. I, I am I am speechless at this point. Uh, continue on. In other words, I feel like there's something in the back of my throat. If I go outside and they tell us, don't do that, don't go outside, you know, it, it could really hurt your lungs. All of a sudden, I get something scratchy in my throat, right? I'm trying to cough up something in my chest. Is that real? It's real to me. Uh, hold on. We we may have someone who, who might be able to speak to this. Someone called in. Uh, let me bring her on the air. Uh, Michaeline, she she called in, and, and I just want her to explain this because I'm having trouble trying to keep track of everything. All right, hi, Michaeline. Hi there. I'm driving, hey, so I've got to be quick. Uh, you were talking about external air conditioning units. That's just a compressor that provides a cool chills the coolant that's used in the indoor air conditioner. If you have an outside mounted air conditioner, not a windowsill, but the one that's you know the big unit outside. That is just for cooling purposes. It doesn't provide any air circulation. Okay. So, yeah, I don't have the big one that goes throughout the whole house. It's just the window air conditioner. And if you have a window one, there's filters that you can change on those, I believe, periodically. Oh, yeah, I watch them. But still, what is that I feel in my throat, right? Do you ever feel that? Only when I'm outside when we get these weather alerts, then I feel a little bit of a problem, but... I have to hang up now, so i got to pay attention right. to the traffic. Have a good day. Thank you so much. You take care. Yeah, that's the thing for me, Jonathan. I don't know what that thing is that tickles in the back, and it's, it feels like grit. So if anybody knows, if we can get us, uh, you know, an expert on to really talk about that, I'm looking forward to that. 
Because if we're all buying all of these things from fans to fans in the window to air conditioners in the windows to, you know, having those air conditioners over, like say if you want some in your living room or your dining room or both, right? Where are they getting the air from? Where, how, is this, how is this happening? Are we safe? And no one seems to talk much about that unless you've heard people talk about that. Jonathan, uh, just there? just give me a second. Someone else is trying to call in. So hold on one second. Okay. So my whole thing, everyone, is as I'm thinking about this and really concerned about my mom, you can put uh, an air conditioner in every window in your house. But does that mean that it's clean air? No one has ever told me that a window air conditioner is an air conditioner with clean air. No one. I've never read it on a box. I've never read it on the instructions. But maybe I'm missing something. So hopefully, as you all call in, thank you so much um, giving us more advice about this or telling us where we can go and get more knowledge about this. Uh, please keep it going. I think it's something we need to share with each other. That's for sure. All right, Jonathan, let me know when you're ready. Oh, uh, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, again, uh, listening, listening to trying to get phone callers in and everything. So, uh, So what I've been hearing is that what uh, the person on the line is is saying is basically the same thing that the guest was saying. The central air recirculates the air inside the home. It does not pull any air from the outside. So right. it should be recirculating and cooling the air on the inside of the home. But that doesn't stop all of the problems that can happen to those who have to be very careful when it's really bad air outside, even if on the inside we think it's good air. Obviously, it isn't always. That's for sure. This is what I've learned tonight. So I think, I think we've opened up a can of worms, and like I said, I will try to get an HVAC person on next week to, uh, to, to give an expert's uh, – uh, and, and, and I'm not saying that the people that have called in are not expert on this. They, they definitely know more than I do. Right. But I know, but someone that's in the business of this works with it every day, works with it all the time. I would like to get the one of those people on. Uh, we've we've had HVAC people come on uh, every so often on Saturdays with Steve Thompson, mm -hmm. and so um, it's it's going to be interesting to see if he has someone on this coming week or or has someone to talk about that. But I'll, I'll try to get somebody that is. Uh, an expert in that business com coming on to talk about that more so that we have some time, we, we get some time filtered in for that. Yeah, and I'd also love to talk about oxygen. You know, when, when someone is on oxygen, it's, sometimes it's created through in the air in your home, right? I know someone <laughs> who uses oxygen and they say, well, I just pull it from the, from the air in the house. That is would, it clean? And that would be a different... I don't know if I don't know if an HVAC person would know necessarily about oxygen I don't tanks know and ox, oxy, people but on oxygen. But it'd be great for us to also talk about that. I yeah. just want to know if our loved ones are doing everything they've been told to do by their doctors about taking in the the good air, right? Then we need to make sure we're searching every um, thing that has been sent to other people they've purchased or their doctors recommended to them. Does it mean that it's clean, clean? That it's not going to hurt you? So we've got a lot to, to dig into in this month. 
and try to figure it all out. So, yes, we would love to have your comments. Um, Jonathan can get your number and maybe call you and see if we can, you know, get some information from the experts. That would be lovely. I know we got to take a break, and we're going to come back in just a moment. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back, everyone. You know, here's the thing. I really want to talk about Reignite the Soul tonight. Now, every now and then I talk about it and... You know, I want you all to to hear what I hear on the inside of me because I'm reading a lot and I'm so grateful for some of the things that I'm learning about me, about me. Now, I have to tell you, when you think about reigniting your own soul, it's not something that's easy to do. In fact, Theodore Roosevelt, in this particular thought for the week, said um, or quoted, do what you can with what you have right where you are. Now, many of you may have heard of that. I've heard of that. But when you think about it, that's like awesome. It all goes on to say, whatever your situation, look to the mountains. Yay, I am one of them. I look up. I do not want to look down. Now, if my feet are tripping under me, then yes, I will look down and check things out. But I want you to know looking up is worth the look. It's absolutely worth it. Try it. Go for a walk this evening. If the, if the air is okay, right? Get on the phone with someone. Talk to them about keeping your head up. There's a song called Keep Your Head to the Sky. You remember that song, Jonathan? Keep Your no. Head to the Sky. I, uh, oh. No, uh, who Come on, that's by? Earth, Wind, and Fire. I think it's Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, I and might. That, you know, so w- when you keep your head up, then you're looking for something, Right? That's my thing. I love to look up. I love to have my head tilted a bit up. 
And some people say, well, are you aware of your surroundings? Hey, if you are a person who believes that you will feel that person around you, then that's what you would do. So I don't worry about that. But I do say to myself, I will last. I will survive. When it's time for me to be done, I'm done. So while I'm thriving, I might as well get out there and try to encourage somebody else. On here it says, I will make treasures from trash. I will make diamonds from dust. I will make beauty from these ashes. Now maybe when you hear this, you say, oh, I don't get that, Geraldine. That's not my thing. All I'm asking you to do is to take a moment and look up. You don't have to tilt your head all the way. You remember how you used to look at clouds and you wanted to see what the cloud looked like? Was it a bear? Was it a whale? What was it? What did you see in the cloud? What do you see in yourself when you look up? So this is all I'm going to say for the last thing. When I look up, I get to see Geraldine in a different way. I get to see things around me that have been around me all along and I never saw them. Jonathan, have you seen that commercial about that guy who is... um, He's always mayhem. <laughs> you know, he's always breaking something or yes. tearing something down. Or, the Allstate. Or the Allstate, uh, the Allstate guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't see. The first time I watched that commercial, I didn't realize he was holding a fish. <laughs> I didn't see it. I never saw it. And so my mother said to me, you know, well, he opens with a fish. And I'm like, what? Then I go and I keep looking at it going, why didn't I see the fish? It's the same thing as holding your head up. Look. Really look at what you're looking at and then decide, do I need to see that? Do I need to understand that? Because there are certain things that hit us on the inside we don't need to see. But if you just look up, you just might find who you're looking for. We're going to take a break, pay some bills. And of course, coming up, my first guest tonight is Joe Spencer president of the St. Paul Downtown Alliance. I'm really looking forward to talking to them about all the changes that are going to happen, possibly, in St. Paul, Minnesota. So stay tuned. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back, everyone. It is now 732 here at WCCO. My goodness. I don't know about you, even though we've been having challenges with uh, the air quality, we've been having challenges with, are we going to get storms? Are we going to get any rain? Is it just going to be hot all the time and dusty? I have a son that lives out in Los Angeles, and he loves California. He really does. And they've been having the time of their life. His best friend is there with him right now. And And I tell you, just to hear the joy and the smile on their faces, I miss my son being on with me here at WCCO. But he's so busy and so happy, I can't help but be happy about it. What also surprises me is that no matter how old I get, the more I seek to know my children. I only have two, a daughter and a son. And we talk all the time. Do you talk to your children? As you are listening tonight, do you ever say to yourself, oh, it's been a while since I've talked to my child or my children 
I really do make a big deal out of it. I call my daughter first thing in the morning, and I say, Good morning, daughter. How are you feeling today? And every time I say it, I smile. Why? Because I cannot wait to hear what she has to say. And she says, I'm doing well, Mom. No migraine headache today. That is a gift. I don't need for someone to go to the store and buy me something. If I can just hear the voices of my children and my grandchildren, it's enough for me. I have three grandchildren. Some of you know that. Many of you don't. And they are as special to me as I see in their eyes how they look at me. It's amazing. My little one is only two. He'll be three soon. And when I come into the door, he starts stomping his foot. It's grandma! And he's pointing, it's grandma! (laughs) It's the best. He runs into my arms. Oh, I hope that you will experience it. I hope you will experience the joy of it all. I know it's hard. Many of us are still wearing masks or starting to wear masks again because of the air. I know. I know you're frustrated when your parents or your grandparents want to go out with you, hang out, but maybe the air quality is too bad for them. But it's not over yet. We still have a chance to bring joy to each other. We do. So put a smile on your face and bring joy to someone. It doesn't take much. Like go get some of those, uh, what are they called, Jonathan, those red strings? Uh, Oh, my God. Licorice. Twizzlers? Licorice? Twizzlers, man. Do you know how many people were addicted to Twizzlers? (laughs) Long time ago. I mean, seriously, I used to eat them when I was in college, my first iteration in college. Yeah. A lot of people eat those. I don't know where the joy is. I never really liked them. I had to just throw them out. I don't even think they digest it, you know. (laughs) But if you can just find a way to just meet someone or run into someone or Walk up to someone and say, hey, I hope you're having a beautiful day. And mean it. So, Jonathan, as we look forward to 2024, oh, my God, what a year it's going to be, right? You concerned? What necessarily about? Is, it, is there a specific thing or is Polit- it just Politics, general? politics. Well, politics I'm always concerned about because that's just – it's it's – I don't know if cesspool is the right word. Wow. Okay. But it you seems, all right? It, it, seem, <laughs> it seems like it's gone closer to that than in years previous. And I, there, there are times before my time on this earth where you talk about Joe McCarthy and Andrew Jackson and some rep uh, – um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, horrible – um, what's that word? I can't help you. Reprehensible. Ah, got that. Yes, reprehensible things that have happened through the United States government. I don't know if it's gotten like this. But, you know, if we look back, it, it was worse. It was so much worse before. And that's we what, actually that, have an opportunity to fix some stuff. We have an opportunity to gather together. But there's so many who don't want to gather 
I want to stay in my own little spot with my own little group of people. Sometimes I want to stay in my big, big spot. And I only want my big, big wealthy people with me. It's ridiculous because we all need each other. If you are rich, but somehow you get knocked off of a bicycle, a really expensive bicycle that you got, and you think, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to get out and ride. And then you fall and break your jaw. Would it really matter who picks you up as long as they pick you up? Shouldn't. It shouldn't, but it does. Neighborhood after neighborhood is being um, called certain things. Well, too many of you in this community or too many of those in that community. I don't know how we're ever going to get to where we need to get to. I like arriving when I'm supposed to arrive. But it feels as though none of us want to look inside and make sure that we arrive who we really are. And if I don't like you because of who you really are, does not mean that you don't have the capability to be the best you. Like I, I should be able to have the capability to be the best me. I'm blown away where we are today. We haven't come far from where we were even four to six years ago. So we are waiting for our guest, and we hope that he will join us soon. Because we want to talk about the St. Paul Downtown Alliance. I know a lot about the Minneapolis Alliance. It's not called an alliance, but I know a lot about what they do for downtown Minneapolis. I am very curious to know what is happening in downtown St. Paul. St. Paul is a whole nother thing. Come on, Jonathan. Neighborhoods in St. Paul are different. So different from the ones in Minneapolis. A lot of the neighborhoods in Minneapolis sometimes seem the same. Some of those brand new condos that went up, it's so many of them, you get lost. Oh, I thought I saw that three miles ago. <laughs> yeah, you're going to see it three miles in the front. <laughs> you know. But we have to do something together. It's really frustrating. So when we talk about this, I hope that we can bring them on. Because... We have him. Excellent. Joe Spencer, are you there? I am. Sorry about that. I am so happy that you are able to join us tonight. You are the president of the St. Paul Downtown Alliance, correct? That's right. Right. The capital city is looking to bring more people to its core. I do know that for all kinds of reasons. I have family that live in St. Paul. And this week, the St. Paul Downtown Alliance made their pledge to bring 20,000, let me say it again, 20,000 new residents and 20,000 new workers to downtown St. Paul. Correct? Absolutely. That's right. So how do you reach this goal? So... First, let me be clear. This is not an overnight goal. This is not a, even a, a three-year goal. This is a, our vision for the long term in downtown St. Paul. And, and it's based on, on uh, what we found by looking across the country at the most vibrant downtowns. The key thing is to have a really healthy mix of people who are working, people who are living, and people who are visiting. And in downtown St. Paul right now, we've got a pretty good number of people who are working, about 55,000 jobs in downtown St. Paul. Uh, and we have we punch well above our weight class when it comes to visitors with great destinations like the XL Center, the Ordway, uh, all the museums, the History Museum, the Science Museum, the Children's Museum, places like History Theater, Park Square, great, great uh, event destinations that bring in 8 to 10 million visitors a year. That's fantastic. 
the thing where we're a little light is on our residents. We've got about 10,000 residents in downtown St. Paul. That number has doubled over the last 10 years, and we want to see that keep on growing so we have that great healthy mix of all kinds of users. Okay, so you set the, the mark pretty high. You're looking at St. Paul, uh, Downtown Alliance. Um, it's, it's, what is it? You, you guys have how many on your, on your, um, in your group that are working oh, uh, with so, you? Yeah, yeah. Well, so we're, uh, we're basically a, a, a kind of a partnership organization. We only have three people that are on our direct staff, and I always feel really proud about the amount of impact we have for just three full-time people. But we also have a street team uh, of about 20 or so ambassadors that are out doing the clean and safe work. Uh, and most importantly, we've got just a great um, kind of coalition that make up our board of directors with corporate leaders, business leaders, um, uh, uh, public sector leaders, all, all of whom are super passionate and committed to downtown St. Paul. So they are really up for the task. They are saying, hey, yes, we're going to work with you. We're going to make this happen. Okay, let's take a look backwards. When Minneapolis started making all of these changes and making sure that they were building apartments for young people, this is one thing the state of Minnesota is really good at. They're very good at bringing back their children that were born and raised in Minnesota. And we see it every summer. Every summer we see more and more young people. They even bring their friends from other places. So as we look at this opportunity that you are seeing in St. Paul, how will we make sure that we have enough, that we have enough people to support, that we have enough companies and business people that are out there saying, hey, I got money. I'm ready to help you out. I'm ready to help you. Are you worried at all about something missing? You know, the thing is... uh, Obviously, we've, we've set an ambitious goal out there, and, and we feel uh, excited but also daunted by the, the, the sort of the, the size of that goal. The thing that I believe we have going in our favor is, frankly, the same thing that downtowns across America have in their favor, and that is our households are getting smaller and smaller each year. If we look back uh, 10 or 40 years, we had upwards of 60 percent of, of, of American households had two adults and at least one kid. As we look forward, we're... We're, we're looking to, I think we're, we're maybe around 50, maybe below 50% now. And as we project out, that's going to get smaller and smaller. That's going to lend itself toward more and more multifamily, more and more density, and the kind of living that, frankly, works best in a downtown where we can embrace that level of density and people expect it. Okay. So one thing that really uh, amazed me um, in some of the notes here, it says um, that vacant offices will be turned into housing spaces. Um, and I'm curious to know how that would look. <laughs> so are we saying that, uh, a va- go ahead, maybe you can explain it. In fact, I know you can explain it much better. It's, it's something we've been doing for a while already in downtown St. Paul. If we, if we look at a lot of the growth we've had, certainly we've had about half of that come from new construction, uh, but about half has come from converting what used to be office space or uh, warehouse space and converting that into housing. And so, um, one of the, the advantages we have in downtown St. Paul is that uh, there are certain kinds of commercial buildings that convert well uh, and more affordably and more, re, you know, at a, at a, where the formula works. And that is those those are buildings that have smaller floor plates where, you know, the, the floor plate might be 10 to 12,000 square feet. And and uh, and then all of the units then have access to uh, to windows and the like. Uh, we have an abundance, for whatever reason, whatever kind of quirk of, of history and architecture, we have an abundance of, of buildings where the standard floor plate is about ten to 12,000 square feet. 
even some of our larger Class A buildings, like the, the Wells Fargo Tower, you know, they're at 15, maybe 16,000 square feet. So we have a kind of an advantage. It's something that, frankly, frustrated us for years as we tried to attract employers who were looking for larger, larger floor plates, something like 30,000 square feet. Um, mm-hmm. Well, now it's become an advantage as we really embrace this, uh, again, new mix of users. Which is exciting to hear. I'm really excited that you are focusing on St. Paul and what can be done. And it can just be that, you know, (laughs) that image that we all say, this is the capital city. We now look like the capital city. Let's talk about drugs on the streets. Let's talk about the police. Let's talk about young people not having enough places to be in St. Paul. Is that something you're looking at as well? Oh, it's, it's something that, um, that we work on uh, every day. Uh, the, the fentanyl crisis in America is certainly uh, affecting downtown St. Paul. And, uh, you know, as, as, we, as we deal with that, uh, one of the things we've done is we brought our street team out there. It's through the new downtown improvement district. We've got folks that are out in uniform that are doing safety patrols, uh, that are doing just the kind of cleaning work, removing graffiti, uh, and, and trying to have that um, – kind of lighter touch where we can get more people out. The other thing we're doing is just creating a much better communication network, connecting our private building security with the police who are also then connecting with uh, the social service workers, the outreach workers, um, so that we can just have more efficient and clear communication kind of across those channels. But, but absolutely, um, those are things that, that we um, collectively, not just the downtown alliance, but really kind of across the board, our entire community, really needs to um, to be aware of and and to be uh, so really double our commitment to addressing those issues and I and I feel like we're, we're making great strides and certainly our crime numbers have come down uh, recently and and we're seeing good momentum in that way but it's something where we're, we're, we just simply can't afford to take our eye off that ball exactly um, I, my final question I believe is Children. There was a time when downtown St. Paul was dedicated to children. It was amazing what they put together uh, for families to be able to come downtown and really enjoy themselves. Nowadays, you hardly ever see children, at least when I'm in St. Paul, and I'm in St. Paul a lot. Um, I, I am very surprised at how few children I ever see with their families. One of the things that we've learned recently as we've looked at data is that we've got, one of the things we're lucky about is that we've got um uh, again, a great concentration of cultural assets that are in downtown. A lot of those, a lot of those, um, have an audience that is predominantly made of kids and families. So, if we're thinking about the the the, the Ordway and 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 all of their educational programming, the Children's Museum, the Science Museum, we have these great destinations. And and what kid that comes down doesn't love to go to Candyland? So we've got like informal businesses and, and you know great great things like that. But one of the things that we've we've been seeing is that. Uh, very few of our people will come to multiple destinations in one visit. So folks who are going to the Children's Museum aren't making their way over to, to, to check out uh, some of the, the, the cool other maybe smaller museums at the Landmark Center or aren't, aren't mm-hmm. going over to the, to the, to the Children's Museum and, and not making their way around. So one of the things that we're looking at, how can we create better connections so that if you go to the Science Museum, uh, instead of just parking in the parking ramp and then, uh, going to the museum and then going back to get in your car and drive back to your home. How can we get you to take that trip across the street and explore downtown St. Paul a little bit so that as you, uh, as you just mentioned, as you walk down the street, you see more of that, more of those kids, more of those families, more of those young people kind of out and about 
um, not just going to one destination, but making their way between and among the great assets we have in downtown St. Paul. Do we need more police officers downtown St. Paul? You know, I, I don't. We're really excited about having uh, Chief Axel, and and frankly, we're really happy to see uh, our numbers are uh, really heading in the right direction. Uh, really, since January, we've been on a, on a positive trend. I, I'm I'm not going to you know suggest the chief how to do his job. We know though that those police officers, we've got great police officers, and I will always take more of them. I will always take more of those great officers that do such a good job. Um, and, and so, you know, it's my job to fight for assets in downtown, for more resources in downtown. That, that includes everything from park maintenance to filling potholes to making sure we have enough police officers downtown. So I'm always going to say, uh, yes, we'll, we'll take as many as we can get, and we're always going to need more. Um, the other thing, though, that we all have to do is work together to, and, and, and work smarter and get more efficiency out of the assets that we do have. Um, and make sure, how can we make all those officers more visible? So that's a lot of what our organization does by having a street team out there that can, might respond to lower-level issues or if we can get an outreach worker to deal with somebody in crisis. That would ordinarily take two officers, and it would take them off the street for two to three hours. Those are, those are two to three hours where those two officers, we want, to, we want them out on the street patrolling and, and, and doing uh, the things that you really need a police officer in place to do. So we're looking at those kinds of options. But, yes, I mean, uh, would we love to have more officers and more hours? Absolutely. Um, and we're, are we grateful for the partnerships we have? Absolutely. And I do believe we're making a difference in, in improving the efficacy and the efficiency of the officers we do have. Well, congratulations on your economic impact assessments that are already complete. That's a really big deal. Um, and I can just imagine all of the excitement about that, because once you get that done, there's so much more that's coming. So <laughs> congratulations to you, Joe. Really, this is a big, big deal. I support you guys in this. Joe Spencer, president of St. Paul Downtown Alliance. I truly enjoyed having you. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back soon. Welcome back, everyone. It is now 7.56 here at WCCO, and I just want to read something to you quite quickly. It says here from Men Post, I just got so tickled by this. He says, happy Sunday. Can you smoke it in a bar? Can you smoke it in your car? In less than two weeks, use and possession of marijuana will be legal for adults 21 and older. But where can you use it? Peter Gall- Callaghan answers every question you have on marijuana, every question, and some you didn't think to ask in the story. So I encourage you to go to Mempos and take a look at how they are looking into, yeah, can you smoke it in a bar? Where can you smoke marijuana? There's so much to know that I don't know. <laughs> so hang in there, y'all. <laughs> No, thank you for me. I don't want to mess with my vocal cords. All right, we'll be back with the second hour soon. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 